Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jackie Goldschneider, another season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey is upon us. And we're super excited to see season 13 play out. And we're super excited to get your thoughts on this season. The, the premiere is here. It's finally here. It almost felt like it was never going to happen. I know we have a really long break between filming and premiere, but you know, it lets you, it lets the anticipation build. I feel all fans are so, so excited for this, but you gave some Jersey fans a little treat because the last time me and Evan saw you, of course, was at our live show, which was so yeah. much fun. And you aired your thoughts about Bethany, which we loved. Wasn't about Bethany oh, so much as, as the, the name of her, you know, like now that I'm, in recovery, I am so, I can see all of the parts of diet culture that I hate and I'm very vocal about it. I love that. Well, I was just wondering, did she reach out to you at all after that or? No, no. She actually made a comment like, um, I don't know who that is, which I think is her like go-to when she doesn't want to, you know, acknowledge something, so whatever. It's fine. I wasn't looking for a public fight with her. I was just looking to, you know, talk about how I feel. But. I think it's funny. I can, I just, cause I'm not looking for a fight with her, but I will say it's funny. She says she doesn't know you when she has a housewives podcast. Go on with your question. Obviously. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I think her publicist gave some mixed messaging because she was like, Bethany and Jackie have connected offline about this and all is good. Oh, really? No, we never connected offline about this. We spoke a few times in the past about something, but like she knows who I am. So whatever it is, listen, the the problems in the diet industry are way bigger than skinny girl, you know? Right. Well, I love how you're never afraid to share your opinion and you are an expert on the topic, of course. And I kind of want to get your thoughts, Jackie, uh, before we get into Housewives on Ozempic. Ozempic. Okay. First of all, you not stop know- talking. You should know that I can talk about Ozempic all day. I, it gets me so fired up. Um, I'm I'm horrified by it. I'm not so much horrified by people wanting to lose weight. That's always been a universal, um, especially here in the U.S. But um, I'm very, very scared of what will happen if and when people have to go off of this drug because it it's just going to be like a massive number of people who gain a huge amount of weight and suddenly don't know what to do with themselves. And I'm just afraid of that day. It's going to be a lot of people with eating disorders. And it you, almost seems too like it's because it's something people get and they need it and they crave it. It's starting to also give me the kind of uh, 
it's like almost an addiction to it. I feel some people are starting to develop. Oh yeah. Well, you start dropping massive amounts of weight. That's so addicting. I mean, that's how I spiraled into anorexia. I mean, you just, you get addicted to this new body and to the attention that comes with it. You know, it's just, it's number one, it's a scary drug because it's not studied for this. You know, there's no studies on what it does to a body without diabetes. That being said, if you need this drug for diabetes or you are morbidly obese and you need it to lose weight, that's all fine. It's, it's, you know, people using it so that they can be like thin and glamorous and, you know, it's, it's just, it's really sad that people think that they have to, you know, I hate that now, but it's also, you know, it made my recovery harder from a selfish standpoint, because, you know, I wanted to come back into a world where everyone around me was eating and loving food and enjoying life. That's, I wanted I wanted to come back to that and I didn't because a lot of people in the housewives world are on Ozempic. A lot of my friends are in the housewives world and it was tough for me to come back and suddenly no one's eating when we go out to dinner, you know, and, and that's hard. You know, that was that threw, you know, a little wrench into everything, but, you know, it actually opened my eyes even more and made me more disgusted with the whole diet industry so but unless you want to talk about this for the next half hour like you better switch me off because i could keep going <laughs> wow no it's it's so interesting to hear your perspective and that is very interesting to hear that a lot of your friends are on it i think this is the part where it's not I, that a lot of my friends are on it. i don't want and i'm not like saying anyone in particular is on it it's just people i know are on it and mm -hmm. for me it was like I looked up to some people as like people who had a very normal relationship with food mm -hmm. and now apparently they don't. And it's hard for me. Th this is the part where I admit Jackie that I am one week into my semaglutide journey because I live in LA, everyone here is on it and I have succumbed to it. So it actually is, it's good to hear your perspective. And I, I hear the warnings. I, I completely, completely do but yeah i i'm on that journey and now i, mean, I feel bad you know, that, you know that you have to stay on it forever right because when you do when you go off you gain back like one and a half times the weight we're gonna need to like set up a separate yeah, zoom be, jackie. Yeah, I, a separate conversation <laughs> i've been trying to tell him not help. to do it jackie he might need your advice yeah all right well to each their own yes. you know i yeah. mean i'm not gonna tell you what to do with your body you know but i think but, it's right. also really interesting too, because you were bringing up how you were very excited to get back into a world where people were eating. And the Ozempic thing kind of took me by shock because I almost felt like the inner social media was getting to a more body positivity dialogue and people were kind of more feeling that. I don't know if that was just my ignorance to it, but I thought there was more acceptance about the skin you're in getting more popular and then suddenly this appears. I think you know, I, I think that um, some people really are more comfortable with, you know, a, a bigger bodies. And I think there is more acceptance for that now. But at the end of the day, there's still going to be more people who want to be thin. You know, it's very alluring. I mean, I, I almost did it till I died. So it I understand why you would want it. But God, I mean, in the place I am now, I can see things so clearly. And it's just... I don't know. Evan, I wish you weren't on it, but you know, uh, you do you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'll keep you posted about how it goes, okay. but know that I'm listening and acknowledging and I appreciate okay. everything you're saying. Yeah, um, of well, speaking of your recovery, how how are you today? It seems like you are in a great place. Yes. Today I am in a great place, but it was, and it has been, I'm not like fully, fully, I, I wouldn't say I'm at the very end yet because I'm still in, reco- I'm still in uh, therapy. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm there. Um, but it took a, it took a minute. It wasn't as quick as I thought it would be. It was not as easy as I thought it would be. Um, you know, there was learning to eat, but then there was learning to like love myself so that there was no risk of me ever going back to this. And they were two, um, distinct journeys. So by the time, you know, the show casting came around, I was eating, I had gained weight, but I like I wasn't really there yet. I was still struggling a lot to accept the weight gain, to accept myself, to really like know that this was forever. And it took, it took a little while longer than that, but now, I mean, I'm so good and I'm so grateful. And does it feel almost like getting to know a new you or getting to know the old you that kind of got lost in the um, cycle of uh, disordered eating and everything? I don't know if there is a, if you can feel that out or Um, not. I I don't ever think that I really let myself become like a fully formed person because I was, you know, I was in high school, I was very, very heavy. And then I started spiraling in my mid twenties. And I think I always just like was at war with myself. And then I was very sick for a long time. So I think this is the first time in my life that I've really learned to like love myself and like really accept myself. And, and so I, I, you know, I don't really know how to answer that. Like I, I am a person now that I never was before, you know, and it's translated through all the parts of my life, you know, and it translated into the whole friend thing too, because, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people would walk away if Bravo said, you know, you're going to be a friend this season, which I, as I explained to, to people, that was, you know, that was a decision that we both came to. Um, and I completely understood and agreed with, but, you know, like I, when, when you're a more complete person, like that's not the kind of thing that kills your ego. It's like, okay, like I can do that. You know, I mean, housewives is kind of like this, you know, if you haven't noticed now, especially with all the streaming, like, why would you walk away from Bravo just because like, you're in a little bit of a different role for a year, you know? And it's, it's happened before. Luann was a friend for a season. Vicky was a friend for a season before a housewife. I mean, like it happens. And like, you know, honestly, if you don't bend, you break, right? So, like, just kind of going with it. And I feel also too. You in any scene? I mean, we watch me and Evan watch the premiere. I don't see a difference. I, I'm like, that's Jackie's no, in every I scene all the time. I will say, like, so I didn't have a personal storyline, which at first I felt like, well, the viewers don't get to see me like going through recovery and everything. But you know what? Like, maybe, maybe what they need to see is a fully recovered person. 
you know, so maybe that wasn't meant to be on TV this year, my recovery. Um, but I'm, I filmed all the time. I went, I was in every group event. I filmed so, like scenes with the girls. I went on the cast trips. I mean, I was part of everything and it really didn't feel different except that I didn't have a personal storyline. So, I mean, I was fine with it, you know? And it probably gave you time to sort of recover on your own. Was it was it kind of like a relief to do that without cameras involved? I mean, as as important it is for the viewer and as, you know, so many viewers have benefited from your story for you. Maybe it was nice to kind of do it just on your own by yourself. Yes. I mean, as much as I wanted to show it, um, I don't know that I would have been showing a really authentic picture of it because I wanted so badly to give people. Um, like a story of like recovery, but my story was not recovery back when the show started filming this season. That was not, I was not there yet. So it would have, I don't know how authentic it would have been. And now I feel like I can, I can give that story and I can really like tell people what, you know, I don't know. I can help people now. And I hope I get to do that. I don't know. You know, no one knows what's in the cards for the future, but I would hope that I get to do that. You were talking about how you learned to love yourself again. What were some of the tools you relied on to get to that place? Um, so therapy, you can't do this without therapy. Um, I had to really understand that people, people's opinions of my body um, don't matter at mm -hmm. all. Um, that beauty is not like, it just doesn't have anything to do with your weight. You know, it just, um, you know, none of, none of this has anything to do with your weight. And I always thought that the size of my body was the difference between me being accepted or glamorous and beautiful or like not. And it really, like, I had to learn that weight has nothing to do with happiness. You know, weight has nothing to do with any, like weight does it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if you're size zero or size eight or size 12. Like it's, it's all within you. Like that's what makes you happy. You know, and I know it sounds like Zen and all that nonsense, but it's really, you have to, if you don't love yourself and you're not happy with yourself, it's not going to matter what you weigh. You're going to be miserable at a zero. You're going to be miserable at a 16, you know? So it's all like finding that acceptance and learning to love the things about yourself that make you, you. I love how much therapy has helped you with that too. And it's that thing where it's like, weight is as important as you make it, which is an, both an easy and a hard thing to, because it's like a simple fact, but like to Im, like ingest that and feel it is a completely different thing. So I love how much you've been able to evolve with that through therapy. Uh, Danielle, the newbie we just chatted just with, with, she said, okay. She, okay, yeah, she said, Teresa really changed from therapy this season and we're going to be seeing a new Teresa. Are we seeing a new Teresa? Um. Let me start by saying that Melissa's fight with Teresa is not my fight. Mm -hmm. So I actually like when I made amends with Teresa, I don't have a problem with her. I don't love, I mean, obviously I'm very close to Melissa and I don't love what happened with her and Melissa this season. Um, but um, do I think it's a new Teresa? I think Teresa really wants to be a new Teresa and I give her credit for that. And I know she's trying, um, I think you see moments of old Teresa, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not close enough with her to say that she's not a changed person. I know that the fight between her and Melissa is as brutal as it ever was. I mean, it was like season two brutal. Um, but 
to me, yeah, I mean, she was trying. She was trying to be a different person for sure. I think you're such a perspective uh, or a perceptive person uh, on the cast, Jackie. So I want to get your thoughts on the genesis of this drama. A lot of people think that Teresa put Jennifer and Danielle up to bringing this rumor about the Gorgas on camera. Who do you think is responsibility? Who do you pin it on? I think all three of them wanted it to come out. I think Teresa knows that Jennifer and now um, Danielle will do anything to please her. So, I mean, all she had to do was ask. So obviously I wasn't privy to their conversations, but it does look like that to me. It looks like Jennifer and Danielle were doing, you know, maybe what was asked of them. Although Jennifer, I think, hates Melissa so much that she would have done it anyway. Oh, that, okay. That's what Margaret said this week to us that she uh, that Jennifer made sure as hell to get those rumors swirling all around town. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, like that's what she was doing when she went digging on Evan too. She wants that. She wants that. I think to deflect from what's going on in her home, you know. So, which I feel badly about. I don't. I don't know how happy things are there, but. How would you describe the journey that you and Jennifer go on this season? Because you you two have certainly had your ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, Jennifer and I don't, we don't really get along anymore. And we did. We really did our first few seasons. We did. And even like the beginning of last season, we like connected again. But um, I, this season was really nasty. Jennifer, Jennifer went for it. Like she really, I mean, you know, all about Margaret's ex best friend and like Jennifer took a meeting with her and Jennifer like threw all those rumors around. And so I think Jennifer really is going to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, It seems like everyone is her target too. It's like, she just wants to burn it all down almost. She, well, my side of the couch. Yeah. She wants to burn us all down. Yeah. And now Rachel, she'll take Rachel too. Oh, I mean, that's that's how it seems. Rachel, Rachel, we interviewed her uh, recently and she is such a sweetheart. Obviously, she came I out to support love you. Her. I adore her. Um, I love Rachel. I don't know if you spoke to Jen Fessler. Um, Not yet. She's the new friend on the show. And I will tell you that every word that comes out of her mouth is hysterical. I think she steals the show. She Ooh. is so funny. She's so great and dynamic and witty. And her one-liners are just really funny. So I think like fans are going to love her. I'm excited to see more of her, for sure. Yeah, she's great. There is this moment in the premiere, Jackie, between you and Fuda, where you're like, Please look at me. Oh, like, Danielle. Well, oh, oh, Fuda. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Tell tell us about that because it felt very tense, but I'm glad to know that you guys are cool now. Yes. Um, you want to know the truth, honestly, of breaking the fourth wall a little bit. It was like right the very beginning of the season. And I was still like a little bit like, well, what does a friend do? What do I do as a friend? Like, I'm not the center of attention. I don't know what to, what to do. And I went to Margaret's and I say I was a part of it. And like, but Rachel and Melissa were having conversation and I, it was the three of us standing together. And Rachel was just talking to Melissa. Like, I get it. You're it's like day one of your being a housewife and like, you want to get your point across and like, Obviously, Melissa is in the hierarchy of the cast uh, above me, but she wasn't looking at me at all. And I was like, 
burning up inside. And I didn't know her, but I was like, she's ignoring me. I'm a friend and she's ignoring me. And like, I just was like, you need to look at me also. Like it just bothered me so badly, but honestly, like it didn't stick. Like we, we liked each other so much that it just didn't stick. Like, thank goodness, because I really like her. Well, that's but what yeah, she said. I was, I was fired up. She said she almost was like, oh, I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything from Rachel. Rachel really didn't want to be a bad person this season. Like there's some people who come in, some people who are like, I'm going to be the star of the show by being a villain. And there's others who want to be the star because they just have like star power and they just like exude positivity, you know? So what are your thoughts on the newbie Danielle? What category does she fall in with that? Yeah, I think um, Danielle was good for the show. Um, I, but I, you know, I felt, I felt like Danielle wanted so badly to be the star that that kind of like desperation will come through. Like, you'll see, like, she wants so badly to be the star of the show that like, it just like, it smells self-produced, but it's fine. I mean, she was good. She was definitely opinionated. Did you guys have a second of being like, Oh, we're two blondes from Staten Island. Love you or no. I tried. I tried, but I think Danielle wanted so badly to like make a show and pick a side and, and hate people that she, you know, I think she felt like maybe I was low hanging fruit and she was like, well, let me hate Jackie. So you'll see, like she, she tried to, she, she was pretty nasty to me this season, which I think was just her trying to be a star, you know? So, um, I don't love her, but like, she's fine for the show. She's okay. She told us that your friendship went downhill very fast. I mean, I don't even know if you could have called it a friendship. Um, but I mean, what, what is your take on that? How did things get bad between you? Was it her just trying to steal scenes and talking? No, it wasn't that because I wasn't there to be the star of any scene. I think, um, Danielle, well, two things. I think Danielle told a, a story and she wasn't being fully honest with her story. Um, and I called her out on that. Listen, I haven't seen the episode, so I don't know what makes it into the edit, but I was, you know, one of the people who questioned her story, which was missing a lot of parts. And I think that bothered her a lot. Um, I think there were things she didn't want to talk about that I asked about, and she just really didn't like that. Um, but I also think that like, she, um, tried to, tried to do me dirty and I didn't like it. And I don't know when I get pissed, I'm just not nice to you. So. you also might not have realize that you're a lawyer. You can't cross your, you can cross examine. I'm not them allowed all. to say that anymore. Every time I say that people make fun of me, so I'm not going to say it anymore. Oh, I will. You, are not you said it, not me. Yeah. I mean, it's always in the back of my mind. It's actually kind of funny that she had a problem with you being a new girl because, you know, she and Rachel, they're the first new girls in a really long time. You were you were the the previous new girl. You you and Margaret were like kind of the new girls on the block right before them and Jennifer. Was there any like moment of connection like, hey, you're the new new girl and I'm going to try and help guide you through this and I, I want to help you out here? Yeah, I mean, like I tried to be really friendly to her the first few things we were at, but, um, I think she had decided going in that I was the one she was going to hate. And 
I think she felt like if she wanted to be Teresa's friend, she had to really kind of um, like hate someone on this side. And, you know, it's hard to hate Margaret and Melissa. It's, it's not that it's hard. It's like, if you're going to pick someone to fight with, like fighting with Margaret, um, fighting with Melissa, like, I think she didn't want to really push Teresa. Like, you know, I was the easy one to pick, you know? So she picked me, but you know, she's, she, you know, for me, she wasn't that important. So I didn't really care. Mm. You know, Danielle also told us that she did her best to try and mend things between Melissa and Teresa. What's your reaction to that? No, I think Danielle tried really hard. You'll see Danielle tried really hard to destroy their relationship because I think she thought that's what Teresa would want. Yeah. Wow. Which is sad. If you have to do that to cement your place, then, you know, I don't know. I'm if you have to live with yourself, you know, because there's real lives that go on when the show, when the, when the cameras go down, you know? So if you're okay with that, then, you know, you do you. Yeah. Well, I love that. You do you always Jackie Goldschneider before we let you go. What are you kind of most looking forward to fans seeing this season? I hear everyone had a lot of fun in Ireland. Oh my God. Ireland was the best cast trip that I have taken in all five years on the show. It was so much fun. What am I looking forward to them seeing about me or the show in general? I think that this season is nonstop. I will say there is drama on, on top of drama, on top of drama. Um, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to them. Oh my God. Meeting Jen Fessler. She's just a riot. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to them seeing someone finally really embrace the friend role. Like I, I think friend is, is so undervalued. It's like, I didn't have cameras in my house, but I was still a part of the whole thing. And like, I don't, I don't know why friend gets a bad rap, but like, I don't know. I did it to the nine. So I'm excited for people to just see me and to see like, you know, I I did talk about recovery this season. So maybe they'll, they'll show some of it. I don't know, but it's a great season. It's, it's very Jersey. It's very loud. You know, you're not going to shut off the TV and be like, well, that was boring. (laughs) I don't think anyone (laughs) can say that about any of you ladies. No, no, you're never going to do that. Yeah, no, not at all. And I love to hear that you are about to become uh, the Bravo fandom's best friend. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you have like enough, our best like, friend, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, because you can go to well, the party. You get a shirtless Evan in episode one. So can you ask for anything more? That That's all I need. Like, You're doing your part. We're good. Wrap, wrap it up. You're oiled up. <laughs> you look so good. What? Oh, does, he gets like oiled up in that one too. Oh, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he said to me, he goes, I said, I, you know, I saw the first episode. He goes, oh, I, I hope that I'm not doing anything embarrassing. And I said, well, you did. I didn't spray you with Crisco. You did. <laughs> no, he, he definitely understood the assignment. And if we yes. want to talk about stealing the scene, I mean, Evan stole that scene. <laughs> he knows the Bravo demographic well. Yes, he knows yeah. the assignment. That's right. <laughs> If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.